Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. I really can't but stay. baby, it's cold outside. Got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been. I'm hoping that you drop so in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands there just like I. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roll. So really. It's pretty cold outside Jim, did you notice the Mickey that I slipped you? How's it going today, folks? You ruined the song I was fine I could have gone my whole life listening to that song without the weird queering that you've done to it And now I listen to it and it's weird It is I can't get over how fucking weird that song is now. This is supposed to be a Christmas episode, and you're going to just fuck it up for everybody. Well, I didn't fuck it up. Fucking the guy that wrote the song fucked it up. You know, I was asking this earlier. I feel like, I feel like your nights are just off. You remember Batman, Michael Keaton? Mm-hmm. He comes up to him, and he's like, where do you spend your nights? I, I, I feel like... Where do you spend your nights, dude? I have a bedroom and a house. It's more like a dungeon. <laughs> uh, what, what is I mean, you've never caught that in that song before? So the song we played, we introed with, which I thought was going to be our intro because it's a classic song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Not necessarily, I mean, a Christmas song, but it's Christmas-esque. It makes a lot of Christmas playlists. And not until merely moments ago do I find out from Travis that the song is a date rape song. Yeah, they, they're, they're calling it the Christmas date rape song. They being just the about everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a big, apparently there's a fight going on over it, you know. People are saying, people are saying like, oh, those liberals are ruining it. It's a classic, this. And then there's people out there going, no, it's pretty rapey. Liberals. I guess you would call it, yeah. Yeah, I guess the liberals are saying it's pretty rapey. I don't, I don't know if it falls necessarily liberally. I would say that it falls in the more of like a feminism type group. Okay. Ultra feminist, wouldn't you say? Maybe uh, ultra sensitive. I mean, is, is liberal code for ultra sensitive? Because I, <laughs> I mean, they kill babies, don't they? Right, right. They're I, too sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for me, you know me. I mean, obviously, I'm not very sensitive. Well, some of the things I've said on the show, but it was playing at work, and all of a sudden, it just kind of gets to the part where she's talking about. Uh, Basically wanting to leave, and then he cons her, okay, well, maybe, maybe like half a drink. And he's like, hey, go put on some records. I'll mix it up. And then she comes back, and she's like, whoa, what's in this drink? 
And I remember I was at work and that just kind of, I was like, whoa, 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 what is in that drink? Don't drink it, lady. And then I listened more and more. And I'm looking around and I work with a mostly female staff. I'm like, you guys aren't getting this? Is anybody picking up on this vibe here? Well, so I had to know. I don't know and so I, I Googled it and apparently it's been going on for a little while now, last couple of years. People were kind of calling this song out and yeah, calling it the uh, Christmas date rape song. Your mind's a little blown right now. I knew it was a flirty song. I've heard it a million times, but I didn't realize like he was really pushing himself on her like that. Yeah, like I thought it was just kind of like a couple and like they'd already been on some dates. You know, maybe they'd already consummated the relationship and it was just kind of like a couple flirting with each other. Like, you know, she's just kind of playing like hard to get and he's like, oh, come on, you know, like, come on. We, we know what we're doing here. In some the the beginning of a lot of the the lyrics are sort of buried. They don't really say the full lyric at beginning, and then she steps on him, and you yeah. lose the end. And so I don't think that I really knew the lyrics as well as they're written. In fact, I know that. And as I'm reading it, well, let's read. Would you mind if I? So first of all, let's back up. When the song was put together, it had a script. And in that script, there was the male dialogue and the female dialogue. The male dialogue, way back to when this was first put together. In the 1940s. Was titled Wolf. It was yes, the wolf Yes, the male slides. is the wolf. And the females is the? Mouse. The mouse. All right. So, Which I never got. I, I figured it would be more cat and mouse, but I guess wolf is more masculine. For the purposes of this song, I will be the wolf. And I, I think it's only appropriate that I'll be the mouse. I mean, it is 2 o'clock in the morning. Somehow Jim's managed to keep me at his place. And yes, baby, it is cold outside. It's just, again, you've offered too much. <laughs> we, had a lo- we both worked a long day. We wanted to make sure to get the show out so that it was available on Tuesday. And yes, you were over late. We're banging this out yes not so. literally see, see uh, what see, did i just say there see, you keep bing crosby what did I just say there yeah he's already bing crosby me folks i i <sighs> got i can't help but be the mouse on this did i bill cosby you it's a weird deal well, we haven't quite hey 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 all right mouse. Hey. all right i wonder if this is going to make it e- easier for people hearing two guys do this <laughs> i'm sure it'll it'll <laughs> This this is this is why I wanted so badly for someone else to do this 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 whole chair thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the homo version. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. If, it, if it wasn't bad enough, we're now doing the gay version of the song. Do you think there'll be like those paintings of us? Those what do they call them? Paintings. <laughs> if you are artistic enough and you actually do those paintings, send me one. Fuck it, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, all right. All right. Uh, Are you ready? <laughs> so <laughs> awkward. Like it was bad. This is a fucking song was bad enough with it being him being rapey towards her. 
Was this my idea or your idea? This was your idea. Now that we're about to do it, I don't think I want to do it. (laughs) You've laid down such a weird framework. We're here at two in the morning. Jim's kept me in the house. We're banging things out. And now it is really cold outside. A homoerotic version of baby. It's cold outside. (laughs) We're this is a bad, this is bad, right? This is going to be, it's great. It's great. All right. We're fine. All right. We're fine. Good thing I don't have kids. I won't have to explain this later. <laughs> I'm not going to like sing the shit. I'll read it. I'm not singing. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, Crosby. You all know, right. uh, you start. I really can't stay. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. I can't do it. Right when I was supposed to talk, I was like, no. <laughs> I saw you just freeze up. I just can't do it. <laughs> it's hard to read it. I mean, I, I'm kind of glad I got the mouse, to be honest with you. All right. All right. All right. Let's try Let's try again. Why do I have to do this again? <sighs> I really Fuck. can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I got to go away. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Come on, baby, it's cold outside. Come on, Wolf. <laughs> this evening has been... You're supposed to interrupt me there. Been hoping that you'd drop by. So very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. So really, I better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. <laughs> this is just agonizing. <laughs> oh, great. So, okay, so where are we at right there? So, like, right now, having heard just two guys read it, how bad does that sound? Like, sounds terrible. You know, I'm thinking... Sounds terrible. Like, at this point, like, okay, maybe I got to go, well, okay, maybe just a drink more. I'm certain everyone listening wants to listen to the date rape version. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> All right. This will be remixed by somebody into some horrible experience for me. <laughs> Just this is this is all primed to just be a horrible experience for me. <laughs> well, clearly he she'd like to leave, and that's not an option. It's well, yeah, well, I mean, he's he's definitely saying uh, right now he's heavily insinuating like you should stay. I don't, I don't think he's laid the thick stuff on yet. Shall we continue? Well, she's used her family, her mm. father. Right? Has she used yeah. her father yet or just her mother? Uh, the father. The father has been used so far. Oh, the mother and father, yeah. Yep. yeah. So she's she's really pulling out all the guns, and he's like, listen, um, <laughs> it's cold out. There's a fire going. Listen to that fireplace roar. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the one with the chimney, baby. And now he's like, and, and she's really to the point, well, maybe I, maybe I can drink the pain away. And he's like, hold on, I'll mix a drink. I'll mix the drink. I got the fire going in my loins. Yeah, it's... All right. All right. So, okay. Putting some records on when we pours. Okay. You know, uh, the neighbors might think that's you, Wolf. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. 
I wish I knew how to break the spell. <laughs> your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take you. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Wait, we've got. Wait, enough. what the fuck? What happened? I think they doubled it up. Okay. Uh, your eyes are like starlight. Oh, that's me. Is it? I'll take your hat. Your hair looks well. No, no that's you. She goes, I ought to say no, no, no. And then Mr. Vibe here's like, mind if I move in closer? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I ought to say no, 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 sir. You're going to make me fucking say this and mind if I move in closer? <laughs> wow, you, you sound like you really want it there, Wolf. <laughs> this is like the most like... Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> like this, it. Th- all right, all right, all right. Um, at at least I'm going to say that I'm tired. You're committing to the mouse. I am. You got to. I'm having trouble committing. I am an advocate of the mouse. Right, but I, she wants to leave. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm her advocate. I am not the advocate of wanting to date rape you, which is the reason <laughs> we're not getting a lot of enthusiasm from yeah, the wolf I, lyrics. I, I know, I know, I know. That's... I know. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're not advocating and embracing. Mind if I move in closer, Travis? <laughs> At least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. All together now. Oh, oh but, but it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. I simply must go. But baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. This welcome has been so nice and warm. Look out the window at that storm. My sister will be suspicious. <laughs> Go on. How <laughs> do my lips look? Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. I've got to get home. But baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me a coat. It's up to your knees out there. You've really been grand. I feel when you touch my hand. But don't you see? How can you do this to me? There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my lifelong sorrow. At least there'll be plenty of advised. That's not right. Nah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what it, do, what do you say back to me, Wolf? If you caught pneumonia and died. Oh, gee, thanks. I really can't stay. Get over that old out. Ooh. I'm a baby. It's cold outside. And we don't need to duet it. Okay, well, long story short, you fucking ruined the song. I was kind of not really aware of the lyrics. Like, I don't know, a number of songs you may sing where you just kind of, and then when someone yeah, It's a catchy tune. It, it's a catchy tune. I, I'm not even sure I knew the lyrics now that I read them because I couldn't be that fucked up. It's just really <laughs> weird. Yeah. And this is, this is a, a, a common topic. Yeah, the debate rages on. If any of you go to the internet and look at 
Baby, It's Cold Outside is possibly being a date rate anthem, you'll find plenty of dialogue. Yes. Yes, you will. This is Sheets Long, in fact, from Vox. And there's another one. <laughs> and people comment and say pretty funny shit. Although most of it centers around her saying, what's in this drink? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely that. Which was supposed I mean, to be kitschy, right? It's supposed right. to be like, Hey, uh, what's in this drink? Right. Like, cause at the time really you couldn't, um, on the radio say that there's alcohol in the drink. Cause it, it wasn't that kind of like something you didn't say back then. Like if you had an adult drink, like now, you know, we'll talk about, you know, yeah, you know, like fucking like slamming whatever to fucking drink, you know, alcoholic country, you know, you're drinking Coors or beers. Actually, they sing about drinking wine a lot in country songs now. I didn't see that one coming. But anyway, so you can you can talk about alcohol now. And I think back then, wasn't it kind of like a little taboo? So you kind of had to dance around it. So she'd be like, hey, what's in this drink? Like kind of insinuating like, oh, you know, he just mixed her a cocktail. More to the point, though, it's a Christmas song in which a guy is putting it. Let's just say if there's no date rape drug, he's really putting on the pressure. Yeah. Like, bitch, put out. Yeah, yeah. And she's being super kind of like, look, uh, you know, she starts with, well, you know, people are expecting me to be home to, you know, my dad and brother are going to be upset to the whole town's going to be talking about it. Yeah. And there's literally like a fucking storm going on outside so much yeah. so that he's like, it's going to be up to your knees. So, you know. Yeah. W- these are your choices here. Don't hurt my pride. Yeah. Don't hurt my pride. <laughs> All right, you, you want to go walking out there in the snow with no jacket? Because I'm not going to lend you one. Or, you know, you could stay here. You know, swallow your pride, apparently. You know, you come up with interesting shit. I'll give you that. For our <laughs> shows, you come up with some interesting shit. But then there's other shit you come up with where a lifetime of exposure to this song has never had me looking at it this way. And now that I'm looking at it this way, it's really fucked up. It's made it this far like that. It got popular. Yeah. I don't, I, how I, I, I mean, yeah, back then, I guess, you know, the social norms and the, 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 the standards, I guess were different. Um, just clubber. And I mean, I guess yeah, at least he's asking. That's kind of what it, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you got to think, I mean, it was, And this was, I mean, women were only just able to vote for what, maybe 20 years after this song was written? Yet another sad, embarrassing fact in history, but yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it definitely caught my ear, and I I just, you know, I mean, the one before this, the one that had always got me was the fucking Santa Baby song. Like, really, you you, you tore, you know, it sounds like she's trading, like, uh, tricks for treats here. You know, Santa whole, baby. I knew that was kind of weird. Yeah. Know? I always thought that was kind of the weird one. But now hearing this song is just like, whoa. I don't think one necessarily makes the other one any better or worse. It's definitely, definitely a weird song. Yeah. The Santa baby one. And who wants to sleep with Santa? I mean, that's just yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, pure Santa. Who's bringing you gifts from when you were a child, you know? Slightly alcoholic. I mean, he's got the red nose and cheeks. Yeah, yeah, still, you know? It's like, like what was that uh, news radio with Phil Hartman where he kind of like, you know, there's a, um, one of the younger girls that works at the station. They go out and have cocktails. And he kind of sees her as like a daughter figure. And she gets kind of like, you know, she has cocktails and like kisses him. 
then he's just like, she did it, Dave. She did it. She French daddy. Like, it has that kind of vibe to it. Like, don't French daddy. I don't know. It's sort of... It's sort of shitty, too, because really she's just waiting up for all this stuff. Platinum mines, cars. She wants a plane, a yacht, a duplex. Yeah, and she's just, like, teasing him the whole time, you know? Decorations bought at Tiffany. I mean, she's really... Yeah. And she's sort of luring this whole thing through sex. Like, Yep. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And, and, yeah not, that thanks, one... Yeah. Ruin another song. <laughs> Uh, that was always that one was always at the top of my list. Like, oh god, go figure. Well, I mean, it's just kind of like how when you were a kid, and like if you were playing with a girl, and she talked you into doing something stupid, and the two of you did it together, and you both got in trouble, and like she would kind of go up to her daddy, like, "But daddy, it was his idea," you know, and you would get like the fucking wrath, and she would get off it scot free. Like she kind of has that tone. I'm really that happy that I like. Had the blue pill, right? The blue pill is the one you wanted in the Matrix, not the red pill. Wait, the red pill is the one that sends you into reality? I thought so, right? Yeah, and the blue pill is the one that keeps you in the Matrix, right? Right. Okay. Isn't that right? I think so. I'm going to look it up so we're clear. Because whichever one keeps me in the Matrix, that's the pill I always want. Okay. You're like, I know that this steak doesn't, you know, exist. But, man, it tastes, you know, it tastes delicious to me. Right. Well, I mean, like, before... I could listen to these Christmas songs and just, you know, be fine. Yeah. Now I listen to them and I'm the whole time I'd be sitting in the room like, what's wrong with you people? This is so fucking weird. Yeah. You guys are listening to You guys are fucking singing along? Now. Yeah. Blue pill. See, you take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I'll show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. The term red pill refers to a human that is aware of the true nature of the matrix. Yeah. And I would like the blue pill, please. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm a, give me the red pill. Mm. Give me the red. If I, you were aware of this as a kid. I took you, four. You were around all of your family and you were listening to Santa Baby at like 10 or 11 years oh, old. Oh, it made me feel weird when I was 10, 11. Like if Santa Baby came on, like around the rest of the family, I'd just go in the other room. I'm like, really? You guys are fucking... Have you seen a 10 or 11-year-old kid? Like, I mean, they're little. Yeah. Little people. Yeah. So you were weird. You were a weird kid. Well, I mean, I, I knew about things. I knew about girls and, you know, like I wanted to... Like I liked girls at that age. I'm f- and, I, and I knew what they were... And, and for me, like it wasn't like... I didn't think she was trying to... Like I said, I didn't think she was trying to like sex them up for like, you know, these... Not even, not even toys at this point. I mean, what was she asking for? Like gold cars or some Yachts, shit? Yachts, blue convertibles, just yeah. standard yeah. sexual trades. Yeah. Um, but it just reminded me of that girl that would always just kind of get out of trouble by batting her eyes at daddy and then him going, oh, okay, princess. Yeah, whatever you want. What was that girl in Rugrats? That was kind of like around when I was a kid. Angelica. It reminded me of like an Angelica. Are you aware that at age... 11, you're upset, not necessarily about the sexual dynamic or the incredible excess or the trade, but rather that she's kissing ass and buttering an adult up and you're not into it. Yeah. So what point do you, does the song change for you where you're like, wow, she's kind of a fucking prostitute? Oh, definitely once I hit adolescence. 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 Okay. Yeah. It was... uh 
That was an ugly, ugly, just, yeah. I kind of put my own spin to it. I thought she was kind of maybe talking to her husband and being, you know, because Santa's not real. Well, well like, happy just, birthday, Mr. President yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Blue pill, not literally Santa, because that would be weird. But again, it another weird. weird song to have as a Christmas song. Yeah. Why is this thing in the rotation? That's my question. Yeah. Like, like, how did the adults let this in the room? Sex in the holidays for whole families to listen to weirds me out. Yeah. You know, my little brother, <laughs> he's a funny odd cat, but uh, I, I've had pets my whole life. We, he and I both grew up. My, my folks had a lot of pets. Uh, some would say an excess of pets. Like, you know, they started breeding golden retrievers and they were sort of like failures at that because they start keeping puppies out of litters. And yeah. before you knew it, you had the whole pack. Yeah. The fa- oh, man. <laughs> Tell me you weren't the guy with like the fucking iguana. And my brother, I didn't. I, okay, you good, know, good, good. My brother, we were all kind of forced to help take care of the dogs. Mm-hmm. And my little brother loathed it. Mm-hmm. To say that he, he hated participating would be an understatement. He would go to great lengths to let you know that he was in protest. <laughs> he would inappropriately dress to take the dogs to the, you know, whether it was freezing outside and he should, you know, be bundled up or he should put shoes on or it's, you know, he would openly make it more miserable for himself so that you knew that he hated taking care of these creatures. And that he was in misery. Just hated it. So as life progresses, you know, I'm in my own house or whatnot and he and I are hanging out and uh, my wife wanted ferrets, so we experimented with getting ferrets, <laughs> right? We had, we had two dogs. You were ferret people for a two while? Two ferrets, yeah. And I'd never owned ferrets before. And the, the thing that I had, the, the little amount of information that I'd gotten before I bought them was if you keep their kennel clean and you keep them clean, they're nice little pets. They mm-hmm. are, you know, litter trained or whatever. And uh, uh, again... Uh, inexperienced, but they mature sexually a lot younger than, <laughs> than a lot of other animals. <laughs> and anyway, we were hanging out together downstairs and, and all of a sudden, you know, and I had the ferrets out, they were running around and he was a little sketched out by this anyway, because ferrets are owned by weird people. Like who fucking yeah. owns ferrets? Yeah. 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 That's, what, that's anyway. what I said. Like you became one of those ferret people. Yeah. Yeah. It was a sketchy deal. Right. Yeah. But I was kind of, you know, I'm kind to, you know, animals and my wife loves pets or whatever. And so it wasn't a a big deal. We weren't married at the time even. So, you know, we're sort of trying on pets as those do in a couple. You bring it in to see if we'll both kind of be on the same responsibility page, which I ended up taking mostly care of the ferrets (laughs) because they became, one of them was mean towards her or whatever. Anyway, so back to... My brother and I were downstairs. We're playing a video game. These these ferrets are all over, and they start getting really aggressive <laughs> towards my little brother. And uh, it turns out that you know they were like being sexual towards him. <laughs> 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 and and he would you know from that point forward, I remember him saying, you know, I I can't have a relationship with an animal that's sexual towards me. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's just weird. And I feel that way about anything that's family, you know, you got like a family event in Christmas. Like once you bring, you know, this really implied heavy, I don't know, it's like a heavy breathing male song towards another girl. It's like a Christmas carol. It's fucking weird. Just as weird as an animal around you being, you know, (laughs) in heat. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can, if you listen closely to the audio, you can hear Dahl yelling for the Danif. Mm. We haven't given a Danif update lately. No. Danif is getting big. She's about 33 inches shoulder to floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just her saying hi to me. Got a nice little cut on my hand. Uh, she's aggressive. Yeah. You know, loving, lovingly aggressive. She's a big girl, isn't she? She's a big girl. She's a big girl. Oh, God, if she decided to start giving the bonobo rubs. Let's, oh, God. Let's not queer the Danif. Let's, let's leave the Danif in the blue pill area. Yeah, yeah. I won't be able to come to your house anymore. Don't dude, sexualize no more... the dog. My yeah. brother will never come over. <laughs> I mean, is that... Yeah, you like your family. I do. Yeah, I like mine too, so... Speaking of, so we were talking about shopping and... So on and so forth last week, and to which you were not helpful because you're like, I'm not shopping. Yeah. You know, I'll take them out for dinner, you said. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been shopping. Yeah, I can see. You've, uh, you've been busy. That's the easy shopping. So when you internet shop, you have a very specific thing you're going to buy. You know where you're going to get it. You know the return policy. Money comes out of the bank. Package arrives. Easy peasy, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's those other things. And so uh, there's a number of you that follow me, uh, follow the podcast on Twitter, and I actually reached out to another Twitter guy trying to find some information out about a mini projector, right? Anyway. Is that just uh, something for your house? Uh, well, it's for my dad. Okay. And so he my, can watch movies. It mirrors his, his iPhone, and he has trouble seeing, so he can put a mini projector next to him and mess around on his phone and read text messages easily or oh, cool. or whatever. And it's portable, and well, that's the idea. Right. Now, you would think this would be an easy thing to purchase, but when you go to Best Buy to look at them, they're all just empty shelves, so you can't turn any of them on or mess with them. I find shopping today, it just, why does it have to be so difficult? I don't know, Jim. It's because it's that time of year and they want to piss you off. Every single cashier has it out for all of you guys. I just, I just, I just want, I just want facts. I want it. Hand it to me and tell me this one's 400 because it does this and this one's 500 because it does that. That's not, that's not how this bullshit works at all. In fact, the numbers, so a little mini projector would work on, say, lumens, which is how bright the screen is. So all of a sudden I'm like, all right, I'm on the right page here. I want to buy this machine because it's 400 lumens. It's going to be really bright. You're going to be able to see it in a bright room. And then you go one paragraph over and it goes, no autofocus. Well, maybe I can't see that well. So you're going to manually focus this portable projector. All right, fine. I've got How do you focus it? Will he understand the technology? Exactly. Exactly. So then I get to a different column, right? And I'm like, all right, it's, uh, it's going to be 400 lumens. It's going to autofocus. And then it goes auto architecture. What the hell is that? Like, is it like prefab? Like, does that mean it's just prefab and already ready for you to use? It means that if I set it on a surface and it's not absolutely true to the wall, Mm -hmm. that it will automatically make sure the picture that it's fired at will be square. So it's not too long or too short, sort of like a flashlight. Like almost like an autofocus? It's not autofocus because autofocus is making sure the picture's nice and sharp. Right, not not muddled. and. This will make sure the picture's square. You're like, all right. So I got a hammer. I got. I was actually asking my little brother for help. I'm like, dude, this is making sense to me. I'm watching YouTube videos. It's just, it's getting worse and worse. And I feel like I've over researched. Have you ever over researched a gift? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I've just over researched the song this week. So, I've been asking. Do your parents ask you for a list? 
Or do they ever ask you to like help find gifts for them for other people? No, no, no. They kind of just leave me out of it. Man, you are subjected to a totally different Christmas than I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm usually never really around family for Christmas. So. Well, that wouldn't make any difference at all in my family. No. My mom would call. I, I, you, you'd help with uh, one of the more frustrating things is as things get more complex, it becomes more difficult for uh, family members to locate things. So all of a sudden, it's not uncommon for you to suddenly need a you know, pretty in-depth knowledge of kayak anchors or... or uh, you, you'll have a family member that's, you know, just taken up uh, fly fishing and you don't know shit about it, but all of a sudden you've got to be a fly fisherman, fly fisherman expert to buy the right <laughs> gift. You don't ever have to go through any of this? No. No, it's, uh, my family's pretty easy, you know, we know what we want and uh, we're simple. We're pretty easy to shop for. How do you feel about shopping etiquette? You know I'm big on etiquette. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So tonight before we got together for the cast, I went to the bookstore Found a nice little title. And while I was there, an adult man, probably 50. Okay, so someone that should know. He's not even kneeling on the floor, but he has decided to sit just off a main walkway. What, like Indian style? No, like he's like flat on his ass, legs out straight, looking at titles on a mobile cart. And I question, you know, you want to be polite and kind and understanding. So I was kind of looking. I'm looking at him like, hmm. I'm like, okay, leg problems? Is everything, yeah, is he, is he disabled in some way? What's, what's the story? What's, and no, he's just an asshole. Oh, so he just popped right up? Popped right up, you know, had a kid there. And I just thought to myself, what a dick. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. The fire lane person that needs to either return their movie or run into the store real quick who just... You know, we're all supposed to keep that area in front of the store open so that cars, if they do need to load, can quickly load or move on. Right. Yeah, that one person just pull up, leave their car on, and run in. Like, that's just real quick. You know. Yeah. And no, then I'm, while they're in there, they're like, well, while I'm here, I do have a couple things I should probably you, attend to. And you're the asshole, right? Yeah. you know, you speaking up or saying, hey, I'm just real quick running in. You know, could, can't you be understanding? Yeah. Hey, hey, come on. All right, just real quick, running in for like 30 minutes. Yeah, aren't we all just fucking running in, and isn't that why they have a goddamn parking lot? Right. I've been witnessing a lot of that this holiday season. Okay. You were asking earlier, have there been any good fights? Have there been any good this? Yeah, well, you know me. I'm always looking out for the cashiers. Right. Because, you know, it's, I tend to be on that side of the, of the exchange. So I, send, I tend to be a little more sympathetic for those people. What's your take to the, on those people, do you think? Are you just like... Well, fuck you, you know, like you're, you're here to fucking ring up my shit and wrap my shit and hey, tough shit on you. You know, you're just taking this job for like a month to get little Timmy his present. How do I treat staff? Like yeah, the person working yeah, the yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people seem to think like they can just do whatever the fuck they want. I'm never quite sure who to blame when it comes to the staff. Like, am I mad at the manager that put this clearly unqualified person behind a register at the busiest time of year? Cause I'm, I, that happens to me. Okay. You know, where I see the person is just obviously struggling. Right. Probably because he's only been there for a month and he's only going to have the job for another month cause it's seasonal. You know, perhaps that's the problem where they drug somebody in, you know, I, I don't know what the conditions are, but I, you know, maybe they couldn't find anybody else. That's usually what it is. I mean, they're typically just taking anyone they can get for holiday help. 
So I try to be pretty mellow about it. Yeah. I try. But there are rare occasions where a certain number of conditions can present themselves where I am a prick, and I admit it. (laughs) If they're taking, you know, I've had a person, like, examine each thing that I buy and then go, ding, and then muddle around, pack it into the bag, grab the next item, ding. And, you know, you're kind of starting to do the math. You're like, okay. Is this guy profiling me? It's taken about 20 seconds per item. I've got about 80 seconds on the conveyor belt. I might as well just go fucking order a sandwich because this person's not going to be able to pull this together. See, I always got the opposite. I was told, you're not personable enough. You know, well, I'm like, yeah, there's a fucking line. Bing, bing, boom. I want to get them fuck out the door. Yeah, I don't need you to be personable. Yeah. I really don't. Right. You just want to get the fuck out the door, right? Like, do we need to have a chat? Do I really care what it's like outside? I'm fucking stuck in here. Do you really care to tell me? Speed is only second to adequate. I mean, if you're going to bag the shit, you know, don't give me an 80-pound bag with paper handles. It's not necessary, you know? Yeah, typically that's not on the cashier, though. That's on the store for, you know, giving them those types of bags to work with. But you know. You know when you pack your own groceries if you've exceeded what the, you know, the design of the bag. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the capacity. Cases of Mountain Dew in a fucking plastic bag. But sometimes you'll get an asshole that does that. You know, you'll buy, you know, like when we were talking about when I had to peel potatoes for Thanksgiving. Right. Don't put all 40 pounds of potatoes in one (laughs) fucking bag. (laughs) Right. So you get a guy that does that to you? Every so often you like I said, a perfect storm arises where it's just like, man. And you're and you're dealing with expensive toys here. We're not talking like we just dropped a sack of potatoes. Sometimes it's nice stuff. Some regardless of what it is, I just I'm so let down by the person I'm looking at. I I don't look at a person who's doing groceries and think, oh, well, this person has this job because they're retarded. They couldn't possibly motivate themselves to do anything else. And in fact, I think just the opposite. There have been more than a number of times where the person that's working those jobs is working a second job. They have big jobs, important jobs. They're usually smart people. And if they're not, they're younger people. And younger people may not have all of the answers, but they're usually quick. Right. Or or they're just a person with like an electro-engineering degree that couldn't get anything better right now. That could happen too. And, And if they're an older person... They are personable, but they have the common sense of knowing not to put 90 pounds. But, you know, like I said, every so often you get that person that wants to demonstrate to their boss that they shouldn't be doing this in the store. And they go (laughs) out of their way to have a long line to pack shit wrong, to not know how to, oh, my God, it's a garlic. It's a piece of garlic. I I don't have a sticker for that. And they get to pull the three ring binder out and they're searching for garlic and you're just... You pray for death. That's how you end up with self-service lines. And that is not faster. When you go to the self-checkout lane, it's fast if they're empty, you go in there, and, and the system you get to do suck. your fucking thing. Yeah, the system doesn't suck. And if it does suck, that there's actually someone there man- manning the little fucking kiosk by it or whatever it's called, the motherboard. Yeah. I'm, when you buy a pound of cheese or, or meat, right? So you go to the meat counter, they weigh it, they label it. It is down to like the one hundredth of a pound. You zip it, throw it in the bag, and it says you've misplaced an item in your cart. Oh, that's the, uh, that red light of death. 
the whole the, or, or it asks, do you do you want to uh, don't you don't want to bag this item or whatever the right. questioning is? And then you look up above, and that red light's fucking blinking. Nobody to be seen for miles. Yep. Nobody. Now, at Target, they may have one person. They've been better at it. I would say of all of the stores with self-service machines, Target's been the best. They have that one person sitting there. That being said, they don't regulate that at all. So it's not uncommon at all to have a person with like a full cart of items go through self-checkout. And it's not designed for that. You get two, yeah. three bags on there. You're just screwed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like overload, overload here. Uh, so there's an etiquette, I think. When you go to self-service, you should have, what, maybe less than 20 items, would you say? Yeah, I, I treat it like the express lane. Mm-hmm. It should be quick. Yeah. You should be prepared. You shouldn't be feeding ones on an $87 purchase. Yeah, or having your little three-year-old do it because learning is fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. I want to kick that person in the fucking face. I do. I want, <laughs> the, I want that person to know that I'm the guy behind you passionately dreaming about strangling you to death <laughs> because you are annoying. We don't think your kid is cute. We just want to get on with our evening. Yes. Yes. I just want to get my groceries home before they fucking spoil. How does, how does it not cross their mind? Are they so self-absorbed that they think we're yes. all enjoying the production? They are. And they do. <laughs> Most likely. Oh, look at oh, look at little Christopher here, isn't he? Oh, look, look. He's trying to bring the meat up under the cucumbers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I usually, I mean, it's because I don't want to like do permanent damage to the kid by saying something. By like but emasculating get, his father in front of him or right. something. Like. I get a little gruffy though. I'll just do one of these like, Jesus Christ. And then I'll grab my shit and go to a different lane. Like it's a. Do you actually do the Jesus Christ? It's not that loud. It's it's a little under my breath. It's loud enough. He heard it. You know, yeah, it's like, I Jesus Christ. <laughs> I you can know. see you doing that. You're a dick. Yeah, I'm. A, I could be a little dicky in that. Yeah, in that I mean, the rest of us just kind of bite our tongue. I don't know that they do. Because really? because I bite my tongue and I just sit there and go, okay, all right. Can we just not have little Christopher ring up the fucking groceries? The Target girls have gotten better about it. They will come over to that person and say, "Do you need assistance?" Nice. Which is badass because it's like, like, hey, hurry the fuck yeah. up. Do you need your kid to do it? Because I could step in if you aren't, you know, pulling <laughs> <Right>. it together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you, do you need me to call you a sober cab too? Is, right. that, is that why? Is, is that their, their family problems? Yeah. Is that why Christopher's uh, doing this here? That is an annoying aspect of holiday shopping. The, do you need any more Xanax? Did you uh, put up a Christmas tree this year? No. So no. you didn't suffer that aggravation either? No. no Lights no on the house. You know we did none of this. <clears throat> we well, I thought I might have possibly on the Thanksgiving podcast inspired you to put up a few lights. Yeah, no, no, no. I uh, that that seed never grew. You have then you have no empathy for me at all during the holidays. You you experience none of this. No, not really a whole lot of empathy on the Christmas shoppers. And usually, like I kind of come from one of those families that. Most of their Christmas shopping is done by August anyway, because that's usually, you know, they hit up the summer sales and stuff and like, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so has been looking for something like this. And then they see it and it's kind of already done. Wow, planners. So not, you guys are planners. Yes. They're not out there with, uh, with the street fighters. I'm probably one of the more frustrating people on the planet to shop for because... <sighs> 
man, I'm really painting myself in a bad light here, but I'm a kind of difficult. I, I have trouble putting a list together. Okay. And I tend, so everything that's under say 150 to 200 bucks, if it's under 150 to $200 and you're an adult and you want it, chances are you bought it. Typically. Right. Typically. So I try to save some things. See, that's where I go a little easier. I try to save some. You reserve some things in the event that someone will buy you a gift, even though you don't mutually exchange. Possibly. Well, usually like my mom or my dad will get me something. And usually with my mom or my dad, all right, me being a guy, one thing that, okay, yeah. If a video game comes out that I want, I buy it. If a record comes out that I want, I buy it for myself. Uh, One thing I'm not very good at buying for myself. Shoes, jeans, and usually my mom's more than thrilled, like, oh, I still get to buy him clothes. So you ask for clothes? Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't, the, my, the people in my life And it's very specific, and it's very specific, you know? Like, I mean, it's just the way it's always been since we were, you know, she knows I'm a Levi's guy when it comes to jeans. She knows the, uh, you know, the cut that I like, and she knows my size. Okay. Easy. Yes. She knows my shoe size. Mm-hmm. Easy. I'm more bratty about She'll it. She'll even throw some socks in there, too, sometimes, if I'm lucky. Many occasions, I'd rather, I'd rather not, like, I'd rather give a gift and not get a gift back. Because you're afraid of making that face? I make that face. Oh. I yeah. do. Kind of Every, like. Everybody can tell. Kind of like when your wife got you the key to her heart, or what was it? The empty box? Yeah. Yeah, actually, that that was bad because I kept calling her. I was like, "No, you don't understand. <laughs> I There's got this no empty gift. box." And she's you know crushed because it was a symbolic gesture. Yeah, it was of like, her eternal love. Right, and I'm like, "There's no gift in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty." I, yeah, I'm told when I get a gift and I and I don't like it that it's it's pretty really odd. apparent. Yeah, like oh, uh, what a fucking dick. I can see this. Right. I could really see, I can actually picture that face on you right Very now. Very Dennis the Menace about it. Yeah. And so uh, the last couple of years, I haven't even put a list together. And so my mom wanted to buy me something last year. And you know what I got? What? I got a sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the sewing machine was because one time I had told her when I was trying to fashion my own Halloween costume that, you know. Oh, yeah. I got to learn yeah, I gotta yeah, learn yeah, yeah. to sew. So she's like, well, do you want to learn to sew? Yep, here's a sewing machine. There you go, motherfucker. Right. And I'm like, it was heavy. You know, sewing machines are heavy. Yeah. They're the right, si- they're the right size like, box. Man, what's in this box? Right. Yeah. This has be- got to be quality. It's badass. It's yeah. heavy. And I, the first what kind of brand it, new technology is this? Exactly. It's red when you first open it, and then it reveals Singer. <laughs> like, what? And I literally pulled. Dude, the she same got you thing. a singer. Those are supposed to be top line. Hey, my mom is a good shopper. <laughs> that being said, I, I went to her. I'm like, hey, I got somebody. I got you. You wrap. You, my name was on somebody's sewing machine, and she looked at me like, <laughs> you know, all crushed. Like, yeah, but you said you wanted to learn to sew, and I'm like, oh no, this is this is terrible. I need the receipt. Yeah, like you know that thing that I said that one time just off the cuff. I didn't mean for you to like store that in the vault. Yep, my yeah. body language was shit. My attitude was shit. I'm just like, no, it's no problem. It's what I told her. I said, you know, it's no problem. Just give me the receipt. I have a couple of things that I, you know, I want. Yeah, just give me the receipt. So, were you one of those just give me cash kind of guys? 
No, because I don't, I don't want to open nothing either. That's kind of depressing. And you know, when you ask for cash, you always get smaller gifts. Like if you were to ask, say, for a television, you would get the television you want. But if you ask for cash for the television you want, you'll get half the cash you actually want for uh, the television. Yeah. It's just the way the world works. See, like for me, like if there's something I was saving for when I was, you know, like be it like a computer or a new guitar, I'd just say, hey, give me some cash. I'm stacking up, you know, because... I didn't really have anyone in the family that could just buy me a new guitar. But if everyone chipped in, then, you know. See, and that's been the beauty of the way I've been doing adult birthdays in my family lately, is I tell everybody, hey, this person wants, because you know, once you get to 400 anywhere between 400 and and $1,000, because we have so many kids, I can say, hey, you know, uh, mom wants this or dad wants that. Let's all chip in on that. And if we can't get it, we get pretty close. Yeah. So people are getting nicer gifts. One year I got a drone. You, know, you got the drone. Got the drone. Everybody pitched in. That was great. Another year I had had my computer stolen and everybody in the p- family pitched in and got me a computer and it was great. And so that was nice. So when Christmas comes along, right, I want to put a list together. But what assholes like, well, I really like this $4,000 camera. Do you think you could, yeah. could you make that happen? Uh, was, I've been hearing about these 4K TVs. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you're, so all of a sudden you're like, well, okay. Uh, uh, popular things for, I think, adult men to ask for. Like, well, I could use golf balls. You know? Yeah, I did that for my grandfather one year. I could got use, him golf balls. I hey, I got him top of the line ones, though. Sweatshirt. Uh, that he probably just drove right into the freaking drink <laughs> the first time he went out and played with him. Which was why I was trying to find something. I put that thing out on Twitter where I was trying to, you know, buy my dad a, this little mini projector. And when you're going out of your way to buy people things, you all of a sudden have to become a semi-expert on whatever it is. Yeah, you're I mean, you buy. don't need to be like a connoisseur, but you need, you know, you do, like when I got the golf balls, I was like, all right, man, which ones are going to get, you know, like, you know, to me, a golf ball is a golf ball. But at the same time, being a hockey guy, you know, there's certain sticks I like better, you know. But there's no, like, difference in pucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking piece of vulcanized rubber that you shoot, you know, at a net. So then with the golf ball, I actually had to, you know, oh, this one gets better flight. This one does this. This one does that. It won't backspin on you when you don't want it to. There's some crap like that, which I still think it's all in your swing. <laughs> um, I would imagine. I'm, like I said, I, I just had to learn about this shit on the fly. And, and you're and, uh, a sudden I, expert at Christmas. Yeah, time. and somehow I was able to just buy my grandfather. Like when he opened it up, he was actually like, "Oh, you did a good job. These are actually really good golf balls." That's the reward. So yeah. when you're a good shopper and you are considerate of other people, and you nail it, and they open it, and they're like, "Okay, well, you was very thoughtful." Yeah, he bought me something that was quality. He knew it was good. It doesn't necessarily have to be expensive to be quality. It just has to be well thought out. Right. Then there's that moment where you think you nailed it, and you're like, okay, here's the thing, and they open it, and they make the expression that I'm famous for, where they're like, oh, a Texas Instruments TV. Okay. <laughs> Texas didn't, Instruments I didn't, makes TVs. didn't know they made TVs. Yeah. yeah that's that moment. Wow. Wow, a TI TV. Like the, like the mini pool table that you can just put on your coffee table. Nobody wants that shit. What, like a snooker table? Have you ever, have you ever seen like... You go to Target and they have like these strictly Christmas gifts that you'd never ever fucking use at any other time. Yeah. You know, the 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 mini bocce ball set or the 
turn your kitchen table into a ping pong table. Actually, or... when I was a kid, one of the best uh, Christmas presents I got was from my dad. It was Wayne Gretzky's table hockey. I mean, we could sit here right here on this table right here. I mean, it was like the bubble hockey that you'd play in the arcade. You could play right, and I mean, it worked great. That would be an exception. Yeah. How would you like to have a 14-inch no. pool cue? No. Oh, yeah, that is a crap. bearing size cue balls that you're going to try to play on your fucking coffee table. Nobody wants that shit. Yeah, that's crap. Yeah, I, I do want bubble hockey, man. If I, oh. Those machines are nice. See, that yeah. is an affordable gift you could ask for. They're only a few hundred bucks. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Can you get, like, customize your players with them? Like, get the caps? Or is it still Team USA versus Russia? I'd imagine you could just take those guys and send them to a to a geek, and he'll send them back. Painted, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a place for Capitals that. versus Penguins. Yeah, yeah, that would be mine. I'm not quite sure what I'm what I'm hoping for this Christmas. I think um, this is one of the years where I'd just like to see everything go off without a hitch, like. Everybody, With your family, yeah. Everybody arrives on time, and everybody's happy, and it's all just. I'd just be happy if not only during the day of Christmas everyone was happy, but in the following days after Christmas everybody remained happy. You know, there wasn't any like family strife. You, what you ask is impossible. What I, is it that Luke says to Yoda when he's trying to get the X-wing out of the swamp? That's what you're hoping for. You're hoping to mentally levitate an X-wing out of the swamp right now. I'm hoping it's more possible than that. You got a big family. I played arts with a guy that had a brilliant technique. When his family gets together, they come up with a word like, you know, ice cream sundae. And anytime two members of the family get into a conversation that anybody else around them thinks might even possibly lead to an uncomfortable moment, they'll scream that out. Ice cream sundae. Oh, so they have a safe word. And they have a safe word. So they're basically bringing sex into family matters. They're bringing a safe word into it. Baby, it's cold outside. <sighs> See, you just, you ruined, a, you ruined a good suggestion again. Well, I mean, you don't want to freak your brother out. I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Gosh, wasn't it just so hard to find gifts under the $10 cap this year? The first gift is to Connor. The $10 what? And it's from... $10 spending cap. Uncle Brad and a special friend, Kate. And maybe this will make it... Think about being mean to your nice uncle after you see what he got you here. Go ahead, open it up. Yeah. What? Xbox? Whoa. This is awesome, man. Top shelf for you, pal. It's got the triple core processor, wireless controllers, the whole deal. It was a $10 spending cap. How in the hell did you find an Xbox for under $10? Looks like somebody's trying to show off how much money he makes. Yeah. Or maybe someone's family didn't tell them that there was a $10 spending cap. Or maybe if you came home more than once a decade, you'd know crap like okay, that. Guys, can we try to stay positive here? What's the problem? We're just trying to give some gifts to some children. It's Christmas. Let's keep the momentum going here. Okay, the next gift is to Cody. And this is from your dad, okay? And I'm sure this is a good gift too, okay? Dig in there, tear it up. 
That's it? Well, you love me, Daddy. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, honestly, I think it's my fault. I didn't know that there was a $10 spending cap. Well, my gift from Santa Claus better be straight cool. I have a feeling that your gift from Santa is going to probably ring in right around $10, too. Why? Is Santa Claus cheap like my daddy? No, Santa is dad. Dad just goes ahead and writes Lando. Santa and... What? I don't understand. What's happening? What's happening? What's the problem? What's the problem? There's no Santa Claus! Uh, okay, you're, you're joking with me, right? You're kidding with me. They know there's not a Santa Claus, right? They do now. How can you lie to us, look, Daddy? Look, there is a Santa Claus. There is a Santa Cody, Claus. Cody, come yeah. on. Even Santa Claus don't love me. Hey, that's not going to bring back Santa. That's not going to bring... When he gets to hurting inside and can't use his emotion words, he takes to streaking. Ah! Don't worry. He always comes back. Nobody loves me. Okay, look. I'm really, 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 really sorry. I just assumed... All right, that... all right. Let's keep it moving. I'm starting to lose my buzz over here. 